Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. On the Autosport Podcast today, we're back live in the paddock for testing. Welcome to the show. Today, your host, Alex Kalinorkis, the Grand Prix editor of Autosport, Luke Smith and Ben Anderson, the editor of GP Racing, are discussing day two of the second pre-season test of the Formula One 2020 season. Well, notable moments today included a Mercedes breakdown, another power unit issue, and Ferrari topping the timesheets. Have a listen now and get a full rundown. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to Barcelona. We're here speaking at the end of the penultimate day of Formula One 2020 pre-season testing. I'm Alex Kalanorkas and with me is GP Racing Editor Ben Anderson and also Sports Formula One reporter Luke Smith. So, we finally saw something interesting happening after yesterday was a bit cagey and not all that much happening at all. Sebastian Vettel finished with the fastest time of 1 minute 16.841 seconds, which he set on the C5, the softest tyre, in the morning. Now, that time remained unbeaten throughout the afternoon, so we still don't think we've quite seen everything the Ferrari's got, but we've certainly seen something from it, at least. Uh, there was also drama for Vettel. He spun in the morning, uh, brought a load of gravel onto the track, caused a red flag, but there was even more drama at Mercedes. Now, Ben, you were outside in the afternoon watching trackside yeah. when Lewis Hamilton, who'd only just climbed aboard, the W11, he'd done about 12 laps or so following Sebastian Vettel. The engine shut down. What happened? Yeah, so I was standing on the inside of turn five. Um, Lewis was, as you say, about 10, 12 laps into a long run. Uh, Vettel was chasing him in the Ferrari and they were doing sort of roughly equivalent lap times, I think. Um, and the Mercedes just shut down all of a sudden, exiting turn five. Lewis went for the power. Just went, complete shutdown. Just yeah. went silent. Um, yeah, silence. Like a, a vacuum cleaner shutting down, a, a gentle whoosh, and he coasted to a halt, pulled over immediately on the right-hand side of the track. And uh, it turns out um, there was an oil pressure problem again, I think, on the Mercedes engine, and it shut down as a, as a fail-safe. So some concern, I think, maybe at Mercedes on 
the reliability of that new engine because it's not the first failure they've had on either the works car or the customer engines. No, indeed, Luke, you were saying yesterday about Williams and how many failures that have happened down there or certainly engine issues going on with the Mercedes power unit. Yeah, and again, that was all relating to the oil system as well. So I think maybe this is a weak spot that we're seeing in the, in the Mercedes power unit um, uh, going into into the start of the season. So yeah, definitely something I think the team wants to get on top of, uh, not just for its own sake, but obviously its customer teams supplying racing point as well. Uh, yeah, very, very concerning. What did you make of the Ferrari time? Like I said, finally some uh, some pace, mm. some some interesting headline times there, but not quite the, the times that Valtteri Bottas topped uh, Test 1 with for Mercedes. No, I mean, Vettel's still a second off, which is still a, a huge, huge gap. And obviously, we don't know sort of the ins and outs of, of timings and things like that and uh, fuel loads and whatever. And uh, uh, Valtteri Bottas spoke today and he said that uh, teams tend to play a weird game with one another through pre-season, which summed it up quite nicely. Um, did give away that he'd been running uh, low fuel uh, last week, I think, as expected. Said he'd like to put, do some more high fuel running at some point. Uh, so uh, got a bit of that today, I think. And obviously, tomorrow they'll want to tick that final box again. But... Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a, a certainly a sign from Ferrari that they're certainly upping things and, and getting a bit closer to what is their optimum pace. But uh, yeah, still, I think a long way to go before we can really see what they can do. Mm. Now, Ben, what did the Ferrari look like trackside? I went out in the morning and there, you know, did, didn't do all that much running. And then, in fact, uh, Vettel came past, charging past to set his fastest lap time and then trundled by after he'd gone off later on, uh, yeah. a couple of laps later with his spin. But what did you observe from seeing them at the, at the side of the track? Well... Yeah, it's interesting with the Ferrari. I, I watched for about an hour yesterday afternoon on the outside of turns seven and eight, the medium speed S's, and then most of the afternoon um, today. Uh, and the Ferrari seems to have, uh, in all corners, I didn't see the chicane, that's the only one I can't comment on, um, an understeer problem. Um, 378 Leclerc was driving yesterday. Uh, compared to Max Verstappen in the Red Bull and uh, Bottas in the Mercedes, which looked like it was running high fuel, actually. Um, they would pile into the left-hander, um, pick up the throttle nice and early and power up the hill. And the Red Bull looked like it was on rails. It looked incredible. The Merck, similar, but maybe not quite as easy, um, but arriving faster because I think they've got more power. They're certainly running the engine in a higher state of tune, I think, at the moment. But Leclerc, he would arrive at a similar speed, but when he went to pick up the throttle, the front would just wash and you could see the car jump towards the, the outside of the track. He was needing all the road to get through at speed. And I wondered if that was a problem specific to just that section, but Vettel seemed to have a similar problem at lower speed. So at turn five before Lewis shut down when he was chasing the Mercedes, Lewis could get tight to the inside before powering out. Vettel couldn't use that same line. He was having to open the steering to carry the speed and drive a longer line around the corner. Um, and something Leclerc said in his press conference yesterday, um, about the balance. He said they've got work to do um, from entry to exit of the corner and that tallies with the, the visual impression. There's, there's work to do at the front. It's not a, not a bad car. It's not plunging into the midfield, um, but it's not handling the way that they would hope at the moment. Now, Leclerc yesterday mentioned the, the blustery conditions here at Barcelona. As you can probably see, my ridiculous haircut going all over the place because <laughs> it is fairly windy. Could that be contributing to the problem or is it just a fundamental car issue that they've got to solve? I think there's a fundamental car issue. Um, I've heard that Vettel was complaining about the car understeering last week. Um, so this is not something we're seeing in isolation. It's been throughout testing. I think the conditions have played a part in why the times have been unimpressive so far compared to last week. I think Carlos Sainz has, has touched on that. Um, I just think Ferrari have a, a problem with the, the front wing or the aerodynamics that they're still working through. Um, and if they can get that front end sorted out, then they'll unlock more performance from the car but at the moment I would say they are behind uh, Mercedes and Red Bull in terms of handling. Mm. Now the front end is famously what Sebastian Vettel 
needs to be able to, to, to be quick. We saw it at Singapore last year. Ferrari introduced a massive upgrade package and that was suddenly he was, he was that bit step forward, step mm. quicker. Bit of an issue then for him heading into Australia in the first race? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously you want as much confidence in the car as you can get. So I think to have this uh, this issue sort of appearing at Spentation, I think it is, yeah, definitely cause for concern. And it kind of adds up with the very... Very sort of quiet and I think understated approach that Ferrari has taken to this preseason, and I mean, it, there is all all for downplaying expectations and not running away with crazy ideas of being able to dominate the race or anything like that. But there's been none of that. They keep saying we are behind Mercedes, behind Red Bull. We we need to get on top of this issue. And uh, yeah, I think to have a, another difficult season ahead of them, it's really not a confidence builder. Mm. Now, Ben, maybe you could give us a, a rundown of what all the other cars look like visually trackside, starting with the Red Bull, which I think again we didn't really see sort of their hand again on 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 Thursday because no. Max Verstappen it was wet this morning we should point out so it's not a lot took place first thing in the morning and when Verstappen did go out he had some aero rakes on he spun a couple of times it looked a bit yeah. of a handful and then he binned it into the gravel at turn five where it was all seemed to be going off today where Vettel went off and Hamilton had his issue so what do you make of the Red Bull and then the other cars as well yeah I got a better sense of what the Red Bull was like yesterday um when Max was out in the afternoon uh, and it, it looked incredible through seven and eight, the, the pick of the cars. The only caveat is how uh, much power are they extracting from that new Honda engine? How much are they holding back? Um, because it doesn't look like it arrives quite as fast and it doesn't look like it powers up the hill as well as the, the Mercedes or the Ferrari. Um, but in terms of um, drivability, the Red Bull is the car I'd want to be in at the moment. Um, Mercedes is close. I think Red Bull have a sense that probably the Merc is the car to beat once they put everything together. I think we'll probably see more of their performance running tomorrow. Uh, certainly that's what James Allison was suggesting. Uh, and then behind Ferrari, it's really, really tight. Um, a lot's being made of uh, the pink Mercedes uh, racing point. I mean, it, it looks like a good car, but uh, I was watching uh, Sergio Perez. I thought it was Lance Stroll because it had number 18 on it, but it turns out it was Perez driving yesterday afternoon. He was chasing Lando Norris for a long time like they were on a similar run program. Uh, and Norris could carry really good speed into, into seven and pick up the throttle and not really have any problems. The, the McLaren looked the most impressive midfield car through that section. He was saying today that the car just feels much more consistent overall compared to last year's McLaren. The McLaren is certainly very strong at medium speed. I think it's the pick of the, the midfield cars in, in that type of corner. Um, the racing point isn't able to, to stick uh, that corner as well. Um, Perez had to back off um, because he had a massive moment in in seven, and in order to keep his run consistent, he just he just had to rein himself in. Uh, the Haas looked messy yesterday in Grosjean hand, but much more together today with Magnussen out in the afternoon. They seem to feel like they're not running particularly light compared to other midfield cars. So if that's true, then they they look pretty decent again over one lap. Of course, the question mark for them is more long runs and whether they can hold on to the tyres. Um, that car looks decent, but probably the pick of the midfield cars over the, the full range of the circuit is the Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Tauri, I should say. I almost said Tauri. Um, I described I it as a star. I described it as Alpha a kind of low-res Red Bull yesterday. Um, Got a bit of stick caused, on social caused, media, caused a bit of offence, yeah. actually, but... Uh, Not you have a problem with that, Ben. No, actually. but I, I, I should probably clarify that I mean it as a compliment because... Uh, behaviour on track is very similar to the Red Bull. It looks very drivable. The drivers have massive confidence in the car. The question mark again is, you know, how much uh, engine performance have they got 
in the tank. Absolutely. Well, we've only got one more day. Finally, pre-season testing. It's only been six days this year, and the last one is tomorrow. Luke, what? I know we've got to wrap up briefly. Our producer is waving at us <laughs> off camera. Um, what can we expect on the final day, do you think? Uh, I just want fast times. I want everyone's given them all they've got, and uh, yeah, let's really get down towards that uh, benchmark bot I set last week. 15.7, I believe, is the, the time to beat. So yeah, if we can get that, maybe even a new track record, that'd be really cool. Well, join us tomorrow for we'll be recapping the final day of pre-season testing in 2020. Thank you very much. Well, Alex and the team are back on Friday with another in-depth look at the second test. And we have a very special offer for you right now on Autosport Plus. That's where our world-class writers and technical experts dig deep into the stories that you want to know more about. During the pre-season testing, it's currently 50% off. So right now, it's half price. And for less than 20 quid a year, you can get a whole year's worth of premium articles, unlimited content, and never any ads. Just check out autosport.com slash plus, and we'll see you tomorrow. Music is 6am by Trilo, written by Marcus Simmons. See soundcloud.com slash Trilo Music. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Bread Isle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread. This is bread amplified. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.